What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Mile Higher Podcast, episode 146. Today, we are going to be doing kind of a hodgepodge of... Hodgepodge? Who are you calling hodgepodge? <laughs> that just means like a variety, oh, okay. right? Doesn't it? I don't kind know. Of like, I thought hodgepodge is just like isn't thrown that together the, like, type glue of glue that you use in crafts? <laughs> no, that's, no, that's mod podge. <laughs> I thought a hodgepodge is like kind of... We're talking about a variety of okay. things related to sleeping. I don't mm. know. I might really not be right with the hodgepodge. Thing. You <laughs> I might be no right. Idea. I don't know, but we are doing a hodgepodge <laughs> of mysteries related to sleeping, dreaming, and we're even going to talk about some interesting sleep disorders. I mean, this is just a topic that I think interests everybody because yes. we all experience, obviously, we all sleep. <laughs> Most of us dream, I think. So, Well, did you know everyone does dream? Mm-hmm. It's just whether or not yeah. you remember it. Mm-hmm. Right. And you, you know, we only remember 5% of our own dreams. That to me is is so mind-blowing. I, yeah. I can't even stop thinking about that because what, ima- like, imagine if there is a way to compile all of those 95% of memories we don't get to actually experience mm-hmm. and like watch them back. How crazy it would be. What kind of shit would be in there? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I was listening to someone talk about their theories about dreaming and the whole 5% thing. And they were saying that maybe you remember your like the most important dreams, the dreams that have a message to them or that you're subliminal once yeah, you figure something out. Theories like it's, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting stuff. I mean, there's plenty we can dive into today. That's why I said it's gonna be a hodgepodge. <laughs> I don't know where this episode's gonna really go. We're just gonna kinda we have, you know, some information just to go over here, but we want it to be super conversational and well there's gonna yeah i mean there's definitely some interesting facts thrown in there because mm-hmm. you know just from doing the research on this like there's so much that i didn't even know about sleep and just in general so interesting. and how like what a mystery this science is still like obviously it we is. understand like how we sleep and the process mm-hmm. and everything what what actual you know biological functions are happening and you know right. what body parts are being used but the, the whole aspect of like what happens once you fall asleep, that's mm. the mystery still. And a lot of these sleep disorders aren't fully understood. Like, cause I mean, how do you even study stuff like that? It's, it's very difficult to study sleeping and dreaming because the technology just hasn't gotten there, but we're, we're at this point in history where I think we're going to make some major breakthroughs on in the sleeping and dreaming realm, yeah. uh, which is really cool. So yeah, it is cool. I mean, and you want to know more information about it because this is something that we do. Like, isn't about a third of our lives we're sleeping it is. Is that about what they yes. say? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of your life. Years. So, so <laughs> when you think about how much time it is, it's kind of mind blowing. It, Isn't it, it really like 26 is. years or something? Yes. Yeah. That makes me like not want to sleep anymore. <laughs> like I feel like I'm wasting my life. <laughs> no, I had this one friend that like hated sleeping. Like I'd always want to sleep in on the weekends when we'd have sleepovers and she'd be up at like six and she'd always say, I'll sleep when I'm dead. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Oh no. I love to sleep. Mm, can't get enough. It's I very know, important for your body. Your it body is. absolutely needs it. You can't to, function well, right? Yeah, I mean, it needs to die. in order to. Yeah. You can die, and we'll no, talk about all of that <laughs> here in a minute. We've got some other stuff we want to talk about before, though. Before, I mean, yes, this is going to be a good episode, so you definitely don't want to uh, tune out here. But <laughs> don't tune out. <laughs> but uh, we have tune to. In only. But we have to address something because it. Our last episode, if you didn't listen to it, it was about. Uh, it was a skeptic versus believer. First of a series of episodes yes. we're going to do. This is like a new series we're mm-hmm. going to do, and so you know we're like, all right, we're going to kind of step outside yeah. of our our normal box that we were in and mm-hmm. and kind of have some fun with it some and fun i mean fun. You guys, fun. we are a very 
we're a fun group of people, you guys. Like <laughs> we, we have a good ass time. <laughs> we do though. We do. We joke around with each other all the time. We're constantly clowning each other and we're all best friends. Like yeah. we are constantly fucking with each other. Exactly. So <laughs> this was kind of our opportunity to be our real selves and just really goof around and not get too serious and go into kind of our mile higher mode because we do try to be serious. We talk about a lot of serious things, but we felt like we've covered so many. I mean, we just got done with Zodiac Killer. 2020 was a bitch. Everyone's tired. We felt like you guys needed to laugh. We needed we needed to laugh. Mm-hmm. Like we just wanted to we do. have fun. Mm-hmm. And there were so many comments. I mean, most of you guys, most of the feedback, of course, was extremely positive. Most of you thought it was really funny and a nice new series. And, you, and you're you excited for more of this. The point of it. And yeah. like you understood that. <laughs> They were not just sitting here like roasting me Bullying. to death. Like some people call us bullies. Well, that's just insane. I <laughs> that's mean, honestly kind of a wild term to give someone. Like <laughs> I would. Be, I don't know about I am that. Not I, a, didn't feel I am bullied, not a bully. So. Kendall is not a bully. Like no, that's a pretty intense God. thing to accuse someone of doing. I know we're just making jokes. There's like roasting each other as friends. Like we literally do this to each other all the time. Josh roasts me. I roast him. This is our yeah. marriage. We've been friends. We were we met in high school. Like we were literally kids right. together. So we kind of like have that kiddish like yeah you know josh certainly didn't feel so many people were like i feel so bad for josh were you upset josh did i hurt if you I, if that was the case i wouldn't be here right now yeah he would have thrown <laughs> his headphones down walk the fuck out right no it, <laughs> it was I, I know that like i always i come off a bit more serious than you got you to do so yeah. a lot of people like think i'm actually like if you really knew me on a personal level you would know that <laughs> i'm dying inside like i'm he was i was trying, trying to, maintain, to maintain my posure as like a, a believer, believer. You're playing roles. Like Ex- you were a lot. There are parts where you were like totally cracking up. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was hilarious. It I thought was fun. all of it was fun. And-, and afterwards we were like, that was one of our favorite episodes. Both right. of us felt that way. And you guys even said that we're open to it. It's not like you guys were like, absolutely no way in, no. in hell is there a big like, I'm open. You guys are open to the possibility of it. It's just there. The, the evidence that we have right now is not the most compelling. So it's, it's like, you know, and people are like, oh, well, if you don't believe in Bigfoot, then it's crazy you guys believe in aliens i know it's like and we certainly didn't say there's not a chance in hell we said we're skeptics do you know what it means to be a skeptic Mm -hmm. there's a denier and there's a skeptic (laughs) and also i just feel like this is why we've been hesitant about covering certain things because i i know people expect josh and i to believe in everything or want Mm -hmm. us to believe in everything that they personally believe and that's just not reality we have our own opinions we think it's really important that you don't believe everything because mm-hmm. that's where it gets dangerous when you start believing literally everything. Yeah, yeah. And then a lot of people would be like, yeah, if you guys believe in aliens and astrology, then you can't, you should be able to believe in Bigfoot. I don't even put those things in the same category. Like they're so, so different. There's so much more evidence and possibility for aliens being somewhere in the universe than there is for a Bigfoot being on this planet. And I'm not saying it's not possible. Yeah. It's just how possible is it? And right. and like we were having fun. If you guys want us to take another crack at the Bigfoot episode, maybe we can sit down and I'll put on some scholarly glasses and no. we can pretend it's PBS. Like, is that right? It's I boring. don't want to do that. We want to have fun. Like, and I, I get not everyone. Some people take these, take podcasting really seriously and they want it to be very serious and all in the information. And they thought Janelle and I weren't taking it seriously enough. I get that. And not every episode of our show is going to be like that. This is a special series 
But we're not in any way. This is not like out of character for Janelle. Yeah, you guys like, are just seeing the real us. Like some people were commenting, like, "How high were you guys?" Like not any, not any more than usual. Like, we seriously, it's not like we were drunk or something. Or no, we were completely no. in our norm. This is how this is we were. We, we were being like truly are. us. And like, if you watch the yeah. sesh, yeah. you know how we are. Totally. So we, you 100%. know, we like to have some fun. And poor yeah. Josh, he's here with poor he is with me. two women. Oh, oh my so god! Tough. Someone kept being like the females. The females females they're yeah. going on they're so oh my stupid females with opinions wow right it's all good you know like we appreciate all the feedback <laughs> yeah and and oftentimes i feel like yeah, you we know do. we understand where you're coming like we I do understand. we under we look at everything you guys yeah. say or most oh, of it yeah. and and we we take it to heart what you say we understand like yeah. how this could have came off this way so we're not saying that your feelings are invalid or anything like mm-hmm. that or like your opinions are invalid we're just saying that you know if you were here in the studio with us while we're doing this show, yeah. you would totally get what the hell's going on here. Like, yeah, you would not think we're from, being mean. Right. From an external perspective, enjoying the show, and especially, you know, we don't know if you've listened to every episode. So maybe, you, right. you know, you're a new listener mm-hmm. and, you know, you hear one episode and it's very serious and very mm-hmm. like to the point. And then you hear another one and we're kind of like all over the place and it's <laughs> yeah. funny and goofy. Uh, and that, you're not used to hearing right. us talk about things we don't believe in because we don't normally talk about things mm, we don't believe good in point. for that reason. Right, so this exactly. is a whole new side of us that people haven't seen. And, you know, it's not like it was badly received or anything. No. It, was, it was widely no. well received. And we'll definitely be doing more because most of you thought it was funny it was and were laughing so along with us. And so fun. So it was just good for us. Don't you feel like the energy is like reset now? It like it just really gets fun sometimes to depressing to cover dark topics all the time. It's harder than people realize yeah, to, it is. you know, as as interesting and intriguing and you know all these mysteries and cold yeah. cases and like as much as that is you know our passion and we love it and we're into it it's like it can be to draining. any human being on this yes. planet you do enough of that stuff and now you know i have multiple shows where i talk yeah. about this really really dark stuff yeah that Lights it's just out. like i need to lighten up sometimes and i yeah. need because i'll find myself getting really serious Mm -hmm. feeling really dark and just like feeling low that you know these two bring me back up on a high literally you know so so it's just like no we're not bullies no you're you're not bullies (laughs) you're not mean to me i love it bring it on bring the fire he said he was like roast me like we're in josh and i were like goofing around all morning like you're going down we were just trying to it's all fun (laughs) obviously we're all open-minded to bigfoot you know yeah hopefully we get some more evidence of him soon yeah i hope for i hope too it's interesting stuff yeah maybe maybe we'll do we'll get david politis on the show one day he seems to be the man but he won't even he won't even talk about bigfoot oh yeah he so he he never even said and come on like this guy spent his whole life like researching Mm -hmm. the the forest and strange Mm -hmm. things that happened and like yeah he's not even being like it's bigfoot you know we should get jane she was cool Jane Goodall. yeah she was great yeah let's see if we can hit up jane goodall maybe we can get her to the studs yeah that'd be cool maybe you never know yeah right <laughs> but anyways we yeah. just wanted to you know yeah just address some of the feedback but that yeah hey, we're it was a good time yeah it was I and mean, we're definitely gonna do more because like i said most of you guys really loved it and uh we like having fun and, and yeah we might cover up. another cryptid and we're like yeah, yeah. i you, yeah. i'm a believer i'm right. a believer or we're, we're not trying believers. to offend anyone by saying we're not believers i think it's okay to hear <laughs> oh. someone else's opinion without being like so mad about it like <laughs> chill it's like the, we're on a floating rock in the middle of space exactly flying Relax. around what like, are we doing we're just trying to have some fun we don't want to hit burnout you know a lot of people hit burnout when you do talk about depressing stuff every single week this is supposed to be my fun place you know i want to have fun a mile higher that's why we started this show and 
yeah, I just want to have some episodes where we can be ourselves and goof around. So thank you to everyone that was really supportive of the episode and enjoyed it. Uh, We so appreciate your feedback and there'll be more. There will be more. But what do we got today? So uh, this episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN, Native Raycon and Scouts Honor, which I'm very excited to tell you guys about uh, Scouts Honor, actually. Really cool brand for pets. Um, But we also got some interesting things that kind of been happening uh, out there in the world the last couple of weeks uh, out there in the world <laughs> I mean it's already crazy like we we talked about uh, a week ago or so we were talking about how the COVID bill the relief bill had you know the Pentagon must disclose UFO mm. information they have within six months and what's interesting is that the CIA just just recently in the past week uh, released thousands of their UFO files to uh, a website called the Black Vault so there's this guy out there. I've been following him for for a few years now, John Greenwald, and he he's a really interesting dude. He basically set up like this online vault, and he just has submitted over the years all of these freedom Freedom of Information Act requests for different documents on different subjects. It's a really cool website. If you're bored and you mm-hmm. want you want to dig into some government files uh, that have been declassified about all sorts of things, yeah. uh, the Black Vault's where it's at. But the CIA gave him a basically CD-ROM with all these all their UFO files on it. Now you're thinking, okay, there's got to be some good stuff in there. Well, unfortunately, most of these files have redactions in them. So you're you're like trying to read through it and it'll just be like giant pieces of the document just blacked out. So it's hard to, you know, you're not always sure what's, you know, why first of all, why are they redacting these names? Is there yeah. something something juicy behind that, you know, that mm-hmm. black mark or you know what's the reason for it so he's working on trying he got the files they're all up there you can actually just download them to your computer wow, you can download so the many. files from the website there's tons tons of stuff and there's still people are still combing through it to see if there's anything really interesting in those files because i mean i'm sure i'm sure there's some stuff in there but uh, a few ufo enthusiasts have already turned up some material of interest actually uh, one particular document pertaining to a dispute with a Bosnian fugitive with an alleged ET contact. Uh, that's very interesting. And then as well as mysterious midnight explosions in a small Russian town. These are a part of the CIA files. So, you know, they've got some some interesting stuff in there. I just think that a lot of it's probably hiding behind mm. black marker, you know, yes. unfortunately. Because, right. I mean, even with the JFK files and remember all mm. of that, yep. you know, trying to figure out who, what names are in there. And, you know, we kind of mm-hmm. figure that out. But. It'll be really interesting to see if he's able to get some of these redactions removed and and we get some more information. But it seems like this year, I think some I think some big things are going to happen in the UFO world, and some of us aren't going to be ready for it. That's what it seems like a lot of people in the community are saying. But I don't want to jinx it. I don't know. I know. I hope so. I hope we see some stuff. Well, yeah, I think. But at I think, the same well, time, it gives me kind of anxiety. I know it. It does because it can go one of two ways. It could be a peaceful contact, or it could be a all-out war <laughs> all-out space war coming well let's hope let's hope <laughs> let's hope not but anyways on the same subject of ufos balloon boy remember oh, this fuck yeah i'm so excited to talk about this you want to explain a little bit the balloon boy yes balloon story? boy so i'm sure a lot of you remember this maybe if you're younger you don't remember it but what year exactly? 2009. 2009. Okay. In Colorado so, yeah. too. Right. Yep. I was a junior that year. Yeah. And it, it happened in Colorado, but every time something major happens in Colorado, I swear I'm like out of town and watching it from <laughs> afar. It's so weird. I know. Um, but I was at my grandpa's house in Miami watching this on the news when it was going down and it was crazy. Basically, 
this couple or I guess the kids were the ones to first report it that their brother had like been taken off by some flying thing that he was like flying and the police were like what and then the parents identified that he's up in this like weather balloon that they claimed that they had a weather balloon and that he had accidentally climbed into it so they were like frantic and it turned into this big thing um it was on cnn they're you know, you yeah, can I was see the say, shot. Oh, we, we, we have, have a clip. clip. Yeah, okay, we'll let's just watch the, the clip of this clip happening. This. It's, it's too good. But all of a sudden, this there was like all these shots of this weather balloon, as you can see, like <laughs> flying like UFO, through the, the sky. It does kind of look like a UFO, but it's a, it's a weather balloon. And people thought there was a child in it. And this family was freaking out. The brothers were like, yeah, we saw him get in it and take the fuck off. And then, yeah, this is the clip where it finally you can see this ground. officer madly running, hoping that the kid doesn't, because everyone was worried he's going to crash down. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was a big thing. But then they go home, they go back to the dude's house, and it turns out that the kid was actually hiding in their garage attic. attic. They had a, but yeah. it was like over the garage yeah, yeah. Um, the whole time. And at first they were like, oh, we had no idea. He was just in there. <laughs> but then they did more investigation and they realized the entire thing was a hoax um, that the parents put together, which these parents have been clout chasers for years. They yeah. were also on Wife Swap. Um, so here's a picture of them on the show. They, they you know swapped with another family, and there's a famous clip. If we can find it, I'll have Janelle insert it, but I'm not sure. Every clip we have is like mono, which means it's going to sound I'm really sure we bad. could probably find a clip. But if we yeah. can, just a clip of the Wife, wife Swap, swap would be great. Oh, it's so funny. It's so funny. I'm very particular about how my eggs, I got the little ship attacking the mother ship, and then I just go in and boom, crash. <laughs> Cable manners are just not that important to us because they're children and they need to live like children. Fart, Neil, fart. I mean, this guy, he just Character. seems so... This guy seems so off his fucking rocker. And he <laughs> came up with this whole plot to have his kid pretend to hide, can coach the other boys to, you know, tell the police that they saw him fly off in this weather balloon. It was all fake. It was all trying yeah. to get a reality TV show. They were hoping they'd get another fucking reality. They've been trying <laughs> to get on reality to TV as this like entertaining family for years. Let's yeah. just start vlogging. I was, that sounds like something like the Ace family right. would do. But this is 2009. There well, are yeah. no family vloggers True, back right. then. They're like ahead of their time. This guy's probably kicking himself now. He's looking at the family vloggers Which like, this, 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 guy, <laughs> this guy's name is Richard Heaney and yeah. his wife was uh, Heaney. Mayumi Heaney as well. God, and he's like, there's a clip of him on Wife Swap where you're, you just are like, this guy's totally fucking a piece of work. I can't even imagine dealing with it. He was like so rude, screaming at the other wife. And <laughs> oh God, I mean, you, he like, seems like the type of guy that would do some dumb shit. Yeah. Like, this. like do a hoax with your child. Yeah. Is so, flying through the air could die. Right. Like wh- who does that? I know, and just, and knowing that he's just hiding safely yeah. the whole time. And yeah. meanwhile, it's all over national TV. Yeah. The fact that I was watching this in Miami <laughs> because what the people hell? were so scared. It was like, Oh my God, the kid, like what will happen? And then they were all debating is it possible to get him down safely or will the landing kill him? Cause they're not meant <laughs> right. to like have yeah. people in them. And it was a whole debacle. And of course all these professionals got involved in tons of tax dollars, resources, yep. law enforcement, mm-hmm. rescue, all these things were involved to yeah. make sure he would be okay if he landed and right. didn't die. So, so when they found out it was a hoax, he got in trouble. That's a felony, man. Yeah, that's a felony. So Richard served a month in jail after pleading guilty to a felony count of attempting to influence a public servant. And then uh, his wife spent time in jail as well for 20 days for filing a false report. And they also paid 36,000 in restitution. Now, the reason why we're even bringing this up is because our current governor, Governor Jared Polis, 
uh, recently actually oh, pardoned the parents, uh, oh. saying that they paid the price in the eyes of the public and shouldn't be dragged down by this criminal record for the rest of their lives. Because, I mean, a felony okay. is a felony. I mean, you're a felon. Yeah, that's going to uh, that's going to impact your family and your you know whole life significantly. And is so, it possible for them to have really learned right? In it's the last like ten years. And, yeah, I, mean, I, it, I see why it was a it. bad hoax, but it, it does it deserve stupid. a felony on your record no, forever? I don't think so. No, yeah, I mean it's not violent, and it's not like he actually sent the kid up there. I mean, yeah, yeah. right, yeah. right. Yeah, I think that was a good. So it's move. good to teach him a lesson. Obviously, I think the jail time was <laughs> they got a public well lesson, deserved for but, sure. They were so shamed all yeah. over the place. Yeah. Yeah, you basically have to go into hiding after that. So mm-hmm. your dreams of being a reality star are yeah, that completely was toast at that point. I wonder if the kids just have so much cringe now looking back at like they're like, it's so sad that they <laughs> he forced them to be part of it. And then now they're like part of this crime and they were just innocent children just listening to their dad. Like, can you imagine convincing your kids to be involved in something like that? You've got to be at a, such a strange point as a parent that you think it's okay to use them in that way and like involve them in a hoax like this seriously though they must the kids now must just be like what oh the you're the fuck? balloon boy yeah they're like great <laughs> thanks it's gonna be dad like macaulay culkin man whatever that guy's name is <laughs> oh i think it's gonna be a lot less bad but i highly doubt as many people will notice that's true him that was an extreme culkin. example i guess so yeah but no. that's a it's a wild story though man Maybe we'll cover that on your channel sometime. That'd be a good one to dive into. I know. Into. I thought I, there's not that much to it, though. That's it's true. like fairly, yeah. It's funny, though. A lot I mean, of people know it. What people will do know. for clout, man. I know, man. It's truly. A, they were ahead of their time. They, they I mean, because they could have like nowadays, Seriously. they could have like made it put on TikTok or something or who knows. <laughs> put their what child they, in a balloon it. and put on TikTok. That's like something a vlogger would do back. That's God. such a good point. They should right? just, it sounds like they want to be vloggers. They just want to make money off their family. Seriously, though. Oh, boy. Well interesting glad to see them yeah. pop back in the news hey maybe i think it's so funny <laughs> we hope the best for the heenies <laughs> yeah, especially the kids yeah seriously though but let's go ahead and get into some sleep bizarre right. theories i got all sort i mean you're gonna be just mind blown i got some mind-blowing things coming your way but before we do we want to thank our first sponsors for today okay what is sleep why do we sleep why do we dream uh, you don't have to answer all those right now. Yeah. Why do we sleep? That's what we're gonna investigate today. Are these different questions? Is there any do you think there's any species of alien out there that doesn't need sleep? Probably. Hmm. Because biologically their their bodies are probably far more evolved than us, or the conditions in which they exist in don't require them to even I hate that. Need sleep at I all. love sleeping. I like know. I look forward. Sleeping oh, yes. makes me so happy. I love it. Me so too. A thought of like being so advanced where we don't sleep anymore. Yeah, that's that's kind of <laughs> weird. Sad. Like you just plug in and like recharge your I battery hate that. No. while you watch TV, yeah. and then you're like, oh, I'm all well no. rested. No, I think uh, you know, and, and we'll dive into you know some of the theories with sleep. But for me, I feel like sleep's almost like meditation. It's almost mm-hmm. like that same realm that you enter. You know, yes. obviously when you meditate, you shouldn't be asleep. But sometimes when I meditate, I feel like I'm kind of in between. Mm-hmm. That's actually like the goal like of meditation. Right. You're not people. really awake, but you're not really asleep either. You're kind of in this. Hit the this hypnosis point. That's like a hypnosis. Hip, hypnosis. hypnosis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind that of this state. in between state, which is a, a relaxing place to be. Yes. You know, because mm-hmm. your ego is removed at that point. And if you think about how much of our stress and anxiety comes from our egos. Yeah. You think your ego's removed when you're sleeping though? Yeah. Oh, I think to I some, think mine is. I think to some extent, it, well, I think 
it's it's a shadow of what your ego really is or it's showing you a different part of your ego that you're not yeah. actually interacting with when you're yes. awake because mm-hmm. sometimes so, god we're just diving in deep here okay <laughs> but you know when you're asleep like you you know you, you sometimes become a different person or you feel like you know it's a different version of yourself that you're actually experiencing in your dreams and then you wake up and you're like like who was that guy or who was that you know who was that person do you, do you ever feel like that or is that just no, me i was gonna say that sounds like just you <laughs> i'm normally me i'm norm oh. it's normally very close Authentic to my reality to it's are. not far off from realm of possibility in my dreams they're not too like wild which we'll get more into yeah, our yeah. we all have such a different experience with dreaming i always think it's interesting to hear about people's dreams mm-hmm. it is but let's talk about sleep for a minute so okay. <laughs> well yeah we're going to kind of start with sleep and talk about sleep and the history of of sleeping which is very interesting stuff but isn't it interesting how like you know growing up you'd go on a sleepover and have you guys ever stayed up a full 24 hours before i've never done that my whole life what <laughs> are you serious i have never stayed up full 24 hours I think yeah. I did Have one you? time in high school because yeah, we like teepeed all night for senior year <laughs> like and then I went to school the next day. Oh, that's crazy. But 24 yeah. hours where you're like, you literally that was up for 24 hours. That was the only time. God, yeah. never done that. Do you remember how you felt like a- shit. after being up for 24 hours? Like shit. But I was also running on adrenaline of like senior year. <laughs> so exciting guys. Yo. So like I was, I like yeah. once I hit the pillow, I was out, but it wasn't like all day. I mean, I literally went over 24 hours probably yeah closer to i've 30. gone yeah i've gone over 24 hours too you have really yeah i've I've gone probably like two days before when how what when? literally yeah, how? it was it was like when i was 17 18 years old it was, uh, was so like at that point i don't remember no no, no like she's the, like i had my tracker on you and i remember you sleeping <laughs> so there <laughs> this is kind of going back in time but at one point I was I was very interested in being a police officer and one of the things that I did when I was 17 is I went on a bunch of police ride-alongs mm-hmm. and I did a lot of graveyard shifts and so I'd go to school and then I'd have a graveyard shift uh, oh. that night that started at 10 o'clock that would go through all the way till 8 a.m. the next morning so I would go on the graveyard shift and then there was even one time mm. I got done with the graveyard shift and I think I I don't know if I hung out with you or somebody else but I I never actually even went to bed that day, and I actually just went back to school and everything, and just uh, continued on. <laughs> That's You're probably crazy. hanging out with me. <laughs> probably. How? This guy was in love. He would sacrifice his sleep. Oh my god! I did. He all literally the time, would actually. drive like an hour every day, both ways, each way to me, all the time to come. I did anything, anything to be with you. <laughs> Do you want me to leave? <laughs> <laughs> We're having a bit of a moment right now. It's okay though. But um, it's okay. Though. Yes, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay to have a moment. No, but my whole point was is that there's people that have been that stayed up eight to ten days straight and had no adverse side effects of that. That's really what interesting. The fuck, I would literally die. I'm sure some of our audience that has experienced stuff like that. If you have severe insomnia, that's not well, maybe not the seven nine days or whatever, but yes, uh, just I mean, a couple days isn't that rare. What's the longest you've stayed up for? I'd be curious to know if anybody stayed up like I've stayed up till like seven in the morning. I think one time with my friends in like high school or something. And I remember being like, that was terrible. And then I never did it again. <laughs> so you've I, almost been up 24 hours then probably. Well, I went to sleep and slept all day. So like I was. But yeah, but what time did you, you wake up the prior day? Maybe I was up. I, I, okay. So 18 hours. But I feel like a true all-nighter is like you're not staying up till the wee hours in the morning and then going to sleep. You're like awake the entire time. Yeah. Like I've never mm. done that. 
like mm. the whole going to school, going to the night shift, yeah. going back yeah. to school. Mm. Right. No, no, I couldn't even think about that. No. Yeah. I definitely couldn't do it now. I mean, I have chronic fatigue, but right. yeah, I could definitely not function at all like God, that. By Absolutely like 11 not. PM. I'm like, Oh, I was a different soul in high school though. I was able to do shit like that. Well, when you're younger, I think it's yeah. way easier to College, stay up, stay up late. So like the record is actually held by a 26 year old Chinese guy who actually passed away as a result of not sleeping. Oh my gosh. Um, that's 11 so days. And the reason for staying up was to try and watch European soccer games. Oh boy. And so he literally stayed up for 11 days straight. It was like during a tournament. Oh, and no. so in order to watch all the games, it was all at odd hours. So he just decided to stay up 11 days. What? There must've been hours where it wasn't on. That's that shit was on all the time for that. I one? guess to watch it, but he ended up dying in his sleep on the 11th day. Oh, he died oh, in his sleep. In his sleep. He oh, died. Wow. Yep. He eventually, your body just eventually you go into a coma. I was going to say at some point you literally must fall over and just, yeah, mm, your your out. body needs sleep in order to revitalize the entire thing. It's it's interesting because it is like a recharge. It's like a bat. We're like a battery. Like we need to recharge in order for us to continue on. That energy, mm-hmm. you know, that stamina bar on you know your mm-hmm. your character on Grand Theft Auto has got to be refilled <laughs> before you can start sprinting again. You know, so it's yeah. like it's the same type of thing with humans that we absolutely need sleep in order to function Mm -hmm. and if we go without it for long periods of time you can actually die uh but we talked about this briefly too like the average time that we actually sleep in a lifetime is kind of blew my mind i didn't even i knew it was about a third of your life but when you actually break it down to the amount of years that you're asleep of your life it (laughs) kind of scares you a little bit because you're like wow my life is way shorter than i thought where i'm Mm -hmm. losing 26 years if i live to 79 i lose 26 years that's literally from the time I was born to right now. I'm 26 yeah. years old. I could be like asleep this entire and then right. just wake up and never sleep again. Imagine if that's how it goes. That's so insane. Isn't it? Like, that like, really is hard years. to wrap your mind around. Like you can hear it, but to really think 26, years. I lay there asleep for 26 years. Like that's, that's some so sleeping beauty shit. It, it is. <laughs> and it, but it also really makes me question, you know, is, is it just this biological function that we need to complete every day in order for our bodies to you know live and live healthy or maybe there's there's a reason for us sleeping 26 years of our life maybe you know what happens while we sleep is extremely important to the human experience Mm -hmm. like maybe there's so much more to it than we even understand or know right now and there's truly Mm -hmm. a purpose for that 26 years and maybe there's a journey we're all on in our dream dream worlds. And, you know, maybe yeah. there is an actual it's our connection with the other side. Maybe that's a lot, what of, a lot people of people say that. Think. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because, you know, the aboriginals, which were some of the first people on the, the first people on the planet, you know, they they believe so much in dream time and they that's so sacred to them. Sleeping is so important. That was to their the period when system. the universe was created. Yeah. That's like they believe that's like mm-hmm. when creation happened was in this dream time. Mm hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really interesting to me when I found out 26 years of my life is spent unconscious with these sometimes bizarre movies playing in my head. It sometimes feels like yeah. where I'm just like, what is going on? Or sometimes I'd be like, that felt like another life that I was living. Like mm-hmm. that felt like I just, you know, woke up and realized, oh, I'm back in this reality. And do you ever have a dream so vivid where like when you wake up for a second for like a 
few split seconds you're like is this real and then you yes. realize like it didn't happen or whatever you're like oh my god thank god like that yep. was a dream it's like the trippiest feeling to be like oh that's not reality whatsoever yep okay like what was that for then like right before josh and i got married like a couple weeks before we got married i had this horrible dream that he cheated on me right before our wedding and i was so devastated i woke up like fully in tears and sweating like i thought Wild. it was real and i and josh woke up and he what or Josh wasn't in the bed when I woke up. And I literally like remember that I like cried out to you. I was like, Josh. Yes. And then, you remember I do remember that? this. Yeah. Dude, I, I, had I was like, like I too. thought you cheated. I had to like make sure you were here. Because I really thought I thought it's it crazy. happened. And then I was like low-key kind of mad at you for a few minutes. Like I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you like, like didn't oh, trust me for no. for the first hour of the day. I swear I was like a little grumpy <laughs> towards him. Like during Fox. the day, I was like, God, I'm, like it felt that real. It felt mm -hmm. so real. And I think it was just because we were getting married and I was having like all, you know, you have thoughts like cold feet and stuff. I was just like wondering is, is, uh, is it the right choice? And I had a, I had so many wedding dreams in general of the wedding going like terribly wrong and me like forgetting my dress or, you know, yeah. Just and like, that's interesting because there's, there's actually studies done on dream themes, which I'll, which we'll talk about here in a little bit that, oh, cool. and we'll go over these, these, most popular dream themes and we'll see how many oh. each of us have actually had because i think it'll kind of blow everybody's minds that we all dream kind of very similar things yeah. in similar situations but the other thing i was going to bring up though is um, that i found really really interesting is you know the sleep hormone which you know what that is that's melatonin right mm -hmm. so the sleep which we hormone, naturally do have in our bodies and guess where that's released from where the pineal gland. Yes. Uh, the nurse at my pineal gland. infusion yeah. center was telling me that the other day. Man, melatonin is super confusing to me. I've heard so many different things about melatonin. Did I say melatonin? Yeah. Melatonin. <laughs> melatonin. Yeah. yeah I've had, so have I though. Like I've heard things. Some, some people say it's like terrible for you. I've heard it's bad if you have thyroid disease. Yep. But then all the nurses at my center the other day were saying like we're supposed to be taking large amounts with it of it. Oh, it helps weird. your mental health. There's all these new studies being taken. You're supposed to be taking it like in the morning, like yep, huge amounts and then you get used to it or something. It's I don't really know. weird. By the way, we're not saying we're not doctors. We have no, no. idea what the fuck we're talking about. No. Please look into this more. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, melatonin is kind of an interesting, very controversial thing. A lot of people say that, oh, it's great for a little, but then you become addicted to it, mm -hmm. so-called, then you can't sleep without it, and then your body doesn't, like, produce it naturally. Yeah. Some people say that they took, they, like, would take it, and then they believe that their body started producing it on itself, and so then it's, like, stopped taking it. It's the weirdest thing. I feel like there's not that much yes. concrete, like, research no. done on it. Mm -hmm. No. It's still definitely being researched. It's, it's really interesting, though, because, you know, just the fact that it's released by the uh, pineal gland is very interesting to me i mean mm -hmm. we've talked about this a number of times especially in our water episode about how your you know your gland can actually become calcified mm -hmm. um you know if there's too much fluoride things like that or other chemical contamination or consumption over time of your life you know mm -hmm. you can actually calcify up your uh, pineal gland which a lot of people believe is you know as one philosopher put it it's the seat of the soul uh, a lot of people believe it has a lot of significance spiritually. Some the, people call it the third eye. The third eye, exactly. So yeah, I mean, I think I think there's a lot of significance to that. And it's interesting that this chemical or hormone that's released in your body when the sun sets in order to get you to go to sleep, mm -hmm. how how complex that really is. And hmm, is it is it kind of like putting you in this, you know, is there a connection between your third eye and your sleeping and, and dreaming situation? Uh, I just find that really interesting. interesting. 
Um, but from a scientific perspective, uh, sleeping is something that we've studied for a long time now, but we've just started learning, you know, in the last couple centuries about, you know, how our body clock works the natural shifts from wakefulness to sleepiness and just kind of how, you know, what's actually happening biologically while we're asleep. And we're obviously learning a lot of things about our memory. Um, there's a lot of, of studies and research, research showing that while you're sleeping, your, your brain's doing all this memory solidification mm -hmm. and filing away of, of different things that you experienced throughout your day or over the past week. It, it's really interesting. Cause it's like that. What was that one movie we watched? God, the, uh, brain one, the Disney movie that was really good. Oh, inside out. Oh, inside a great out. Movie. Wonderful movie. Great movie. It, it really helps kind of put a visual representation to dreaming and memories and kind of how that's obviously it's not filed away with little marbles, but <laughs> no, a great like visual for the concept. Right, yeah. My, right. my therapist even like had me refer to that. He had me watch that movie so he could kind of explain inside out yeah. memories and yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people think that while, you know, once you go to sleep, that's what's going on is your brain's filing away memories. It's organizing things and that, you know, what's happening during your dreams is that you're seeing a visual representation of that process. So really interesting stuff but yeah, that's really cool also before we go any further i do want to say that um i am coloring and there were some comments last week saying that it seemed like i was like uninterested or that the coloring's like distracting for me but it's not it actually helps me a lot if you don't know i am a neurodiverse person i have adhd and dyslexia and coloring does help me um so it kind of reminded me of my old teachers being like don't doodle but then i would have people being like because yeah. it help, it actually does help your brain so much if you it have does. focus Most issues. Most people have something they do. I'm sitting here, my leg is literally shaking <laughs> on my chair underneath the whole time I'm, I'm talking. It helps me so much to to listen to more yeah. of what Josh is saying to process my own thoughts better. It helps with my anxiety because sometimes I do get anxious. Podcasting is a little because you're just like live. It's just it, it can be a little anxiety inducing. So it helps me so much. So I just wanted to say that because yeah, I saw a couple comments like that and. I used to color on the show and people would get say the same thing that I seem bored Whatever. or uninterested. Whatever. I don't really care like what anyone thinks at this point. I need to do what's best for me and how I'm most comfortable so yeah. that I can perform the best. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, technically yeah. podcast doesn't usually even have cameras on us so that yeah. you can visually see it. So you'd never know what we're doing at the table. And I get it. If you don't have ADHD, you can't understand how doing something else helps you focus, but it actually does. And if I know that my neurodiverse homies out there understand what i'm saying <laughs> exactly but anyway all right keep going so the next thing i wanted to talk about is kind of the history of sleep and what i mean by that is this idea or recommendation from you know different institutions saying that we need to sleep eight or nine hours on average a night in order to get a full night's sleep um, is actually a, a fairly modern creation um, that came about as a result of the industrial yep. revolution and and this is really interesting because there's there's a I have a lot of thoughts about why that is, but yeah, kind of going too. back in time to before people slept eight hours a day. I mean, if you go all the way back ten thousand plus years ago to the Neolithic era, uh, I mean, it, it was all based around you know the sun and stuff and mm -hmm. you know predators that were out there at night. So once it got dark out, you know they retreat to their to their I guess caves and you know houses and huts and things like that to to sleep. But that was also because they couldn't really do anything once the sun went down. That was their source of light. But now we live in a society that's all based around most jobs, at least a nine to five schedule. And for us to be the most productive, we have to have these long periods of work. 
But we don't necessarily know that as soon as the sun went down, people before they had a system like they of time. Right to bed. No, yeah. they could have been doing cooking things, right. working on things. And the more typical way to, to function back in the day in the way that we're supposed to is in smaller chunks, kind of sleep when you're tired so that you're not sleeping this big chunk Long and then you have of- to store enough energy to get through your day. Cause most people, by the end of the day, they're like exhausted and we shouldn't be getting to the point where we're exhausted. We should be sleeping in spurts, but that wouldn't work great for the workforce force, but- right? Like, okay, it's nap time. Everybody go to sleep for three hours like, see you in a little bit. <laughs> it like, could work though. It could work, but in our capitalistic society and the way things are, that's not going to make right. the most money ideally to them. Maybe it would, but we're so stuck in our ways and well, the way also, things have been done for so long. Right. That well, that's the way we see predict- productivity. I mean, from a historical perspective, the biggest thing is obviously with the Industrial Revolution, that's when like manufacturing and factories really came along. And so our the way our economy worked before was it was very much based around farming. Yeah. Right. A lot of agricultural. So it was very dependent on you know, the sun and, you know, daylight and things like that. But once we got into factories and stuff, I mean, you can, and and especially when artificial lights introduced, Mm -hmm. I mean, that really kind of changed the game and it allowed people to work and work just as efficient when, with the sun up and the sun down. So, um, and to your point, what you just said is that it comes back to money. I mean, companies want to make as much money as possible. And so, you know, what's the most efficient for them? Is it having workers, you know, in long you know working for long periods of time without breaks or naps you know? there are so many studies though that talk about the benefits of napping even for like 20 to 30 minutes a day and your yes. productivity level sky rockets and so like mm-hmm. a lot of like millennial based companies and like i think a lot of the more forward-thinking companies mm-hmm. are taking that into account like i've read things that yes. they will literally have rooms for you to go and like take a nap in because they are aware that people get more things done at the end of the day if you can take a break like just this mentality of like go 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 until you feel like you're gonna die sleep do it all over the next day it's like doesn't work (laughs) maybe it seems like it would work but like in the grand scheme of things like you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot you have to like set yourself up for success Mm -hmm. i feel like that new mindset is is working so well for so many companies too where they they're realizing how much mental health and I guess exhaustion levels are going to affect productivity. Yeah. Um, and we have a friend that works for a company that is super forward. They've got like a yoga room. They've got daily yoga mm-hmm. that you can take. Yeah. They've got a napping space. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you wonder like, it's so good for your brain to like take a break. Even an and hour recharged. Nap. Yeah, it's so true. No, but they say that an hour makes you it's more tired. It's supposed to be 20 minutes. minutes. I've been hearing this forever. Like power naps are a real thing that if you don't go fully into REM sleep, it It actually helps. It can make you more sleepy. That can make you more sleepy. Right. Um, But if you just do, and it does work. Like I know Josh knows for me, like if I get really tired, I need to like lay down for 30 minutes and that will make, that's enough for me to kind of recharge a little bit to get through the day, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, even if I fall asleep for like 15 minutes, I feel like. I just slept for hours sometimes. Naps are so like good. Why don't we normalize normalize naps? (laughs) Oh my God. We start a campaign. Yes, I say so. I mean, we like teach our kids. We like start them off napping and we know that how much that helps them with their moods and napping is so amazing. Like, why don't we continue that? No, I know. And and we did that for thousands of years. We were on, we were on a, you know, by basic sleep pattern Mm -hmm. uh, is what it's called 
when you, you know, take short sleeps like that in between, you know, working. So, you know, this change to this monophasic sleep pattern is, is all because of the industrial revolution, basically, and this whole basically capitalism and, you know, corporations and factories and stuff. I mean, they're, they're all about profit and at the, the cost of the workers. So it's Mm -hmm. like, and, and I think also, you know, science has also, you know, and a lot of academics did push the you know you need the eight nine hour stints of sleep Mm -hmm. i mean this was this was you know backed up by by you know really smart people that study this stuff for a long time but you know we're starting to do more research and finding out that the most natural way for us to sleep is in this biphasic sleep pattern where we're you know sleeping multiple times a day uh throughout the day so that you know we're not going and laying our heads down for eight hours waking up not feeling good and refreshed so Mm -hmm. You know, even even sleeping for four hours and then waking up for a few hours and sleeping for another four hours is actually better for most people than one long nine hour sleep. I I, seriously think I would function way better with that. I do, too. I mean, I'll be honest. There's times where I'm like, oh, I'm going to sleep in and then I sleep in and sleep 10, sometimes 11 or 11 hours sometimes. And I'll wake up and I'm like, I feel like absolute dog shit. (laughs) Like, yeah, I feel like I didn't sleep at all. What the hell just happened? Versus there'll be times where I get five hours of sleep and I'll wake up and I feel great. I'm alert. I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, well, this makes a lot of sense. Maybe we're not meant to sleep that for that long. I feel like oversleeping is a thing, but also like we should be sleeping more. But yeah, like you said, like not in this giant period because sleeping for like Mm -hmm. 12 hours sometimes if I oversleep, I feel like complete shit and then I can't like do it. I feel like I never even actually wake up that day like i feel like i'm always like in this weird yeah. like fuzz that's totally a thing well here's what's interesting is that neuroscientists are saying that by you know putting cramming all of our sleep into one period is actually making sleepers wake up more anxious than when they fell asleep like sometimes they're you know not only do you not feel good after sleeping a long period of time but you're actually you're mentally just in a worse state than you were when you fell asleep and this is you know this is coming from neuroscientists so I don't know. It's it's pretty interesting, and the whole the the worst part of this though is this whole one you know sleep period is that as a result of the industrial revolution, we saw this huge influx of people develop insomnia. I mean, this wasn't even a thing before the industrial revolution. Insomnia did not even exist until our society changed to this type of work schedule and everybody's got to sleep for really? eight hours. Are you sure about yes, that? Yes. Yes. It's um, not something you could just have genetically that maybe you're like, like for example, obviously there's probably, there's probably were a few people that had yeah, insomnia someone, because of, yeah. but I'm just saying that maybe it wasn't, or something it wasn't or, the same level of, of, you know, diagnoses for mm, people. Like there was, it just saying. wasn't a really a, widespread thing where there's all these drugs and all of these cures mm-hmm. and all of these sleep aids that wasn't a thing before the industrial revolution That's it also really makes me wonder like if our environment has had an effect on that and like our food mm. and our emissions that we inhale and our electronics yeah. that we stick to our bodies electronics like, just in general yeah the like the blue screen uh-huh that makes you more tired too mm-hmm. well yeah like makes your eyes sore mm-hmm. yeah, but i just wonder if like as we've grown as a society and like have become more like industrialized if that's impacted our natural because it impacts our health right like that's a known thing i feel like we have more weird diseases and stuff than we ever have had because 
I feel like a lot of the stuff that we put into our bodies is not great. So like, how do we know, like our sleep could be so affected by our world right now, it's, you know, yeah, like I how mean, we live. Right. And there could be even things that we don't even understand yet. Like we haven't discovered or, or links and connections mm-hmm. between technology, food that we just haven't made yet that are impacting the number of people's quality of sleep, the number of people, uh, saying that, you know, being diagnosed with insomnia, I mean, it's 30 to 50% for, for the population in, in many studies that are conducted. I mean, That's it's, so it's huge wild. levels and, and, and this is directly related to the way the world changed after the industrial revolution and this change to this one sleep period. I uh, wonder how much it's changed alone. Just be like from computers and mm-hmm. blue screen technology smartphones in bed like all of that oh it's probably it's got to have contributed amplified it it a million times absolutely absolutely no comparison probably well not only that here's the here's another here's a little conspiracy for you okay so you know right after the industrial revolution everybody's working super hard working late people are also developing insomnia and so how do they deal with that what do they you know they need to come up with some type of sleep aid or Mm -hmm. or drug that can help people sleep Mm -hmm. and that's when in 1903 barbitol a basically a long-acting sedative and sleep-inducing drug was invented in 1903 again to help people get better sleep right so there you go all of a sudden big pharma Mm ba-bomb they're on the scene you know how can we make some money off these here we go let's sell them sleep aids you Mm this will blow your mind so there was a recent report by Infinium Global Research, which estimated that the sleep aids market will become a $114 billion industry by 2025. Do we know what oh, it's at shit. now? Shit. It's, it's uh, $400, 500000000 million right now. <laughs> oh, my, so they're my saying, God. Yeah. That's wow. terrifying, honestly. So it's And it's I really sympathize worse. for people. Like, There's probably so many of our listener, listeners who have experienced insomnia at least once in their life. I went through a period where I was I could not sleep and I was struggling all the time and on sleep aids. I've done sleep aids before. It's not fun and at all. Not just sleep aids. I've done prescription sleep medications yeah. multiple times in my life. Um, right now, I'm just, I've got chronic fatigue, so that's not an issue for me, but it sucks when you can't sleep and you feel like you've got to get to sleep before you, because you've got work in the morning, you've got to be somewhere and, you and know, you know that's how like you'll the most feel. stressful thing and then the stress makes it worse because mm-hmm. you can't, it's just, I really feel for people and I, I understand why people turn to medication because what You're the desperate. fuck else do you do? You're desperate. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people don't even have access to marijuana, which so many people use for sleep. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. CBD yeah, as well. CBD is CBD very, too. very good for sleep mm-hmm. as well. So, it is. Uh, yeah. CBN, CBG, all of those cannabinoids definitely mm-hmm. help you help you sleep. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, obviously this was a huge opportunity for big pharma to fill a need. I mean, and yeah. I mean, just the mere fact that you know, you can't turn on the TV now and not get a commercial for some type of like sleep aid. Mm. I mean, there's always Lunesta. Uh, there's yeah. always Ambient. like, yeah. And then there's the, you know, you're on a medication for something completely unrelated to sleep, but then a side effect of that is mm-hmm. insomnia yep. or yeah. whatever. And so it's like, oh, yep. you also need to take this pill then. Right. Yeah. Yep. It's really crazy. It's like a chain reaction that mm-hmm. happens. Like, you know, you might, might fix one issue, but then two mm-hmm. others pop up mm-hmm. and then you're all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're needing this pill, this pill, that prescription. And, yeah. you know, obviously there's a lot of natural ways to help with these things, but a lot of people don't know about those natural ways because, you know, mm-hmm. they're not advertised on TV like, right. like a Lunesta or other type of prescription pills going to be advertised. So, 
you know, I think there's definitely, you know, some conspiracy wrapped up in there with big pharma. And, oh yeah. And you know, the way I mean, that we're I wouldn't even, yeah, that's like true. The way our society's laid out and we're kind of all these, you know, just work to death until, mm -hmm. you know, and then when we need, need to get back to work, we go and get these different drugs in order well, to help us continue working. It's not fair to think about like expecting your body to get up and work your ass off for, you know, eight, 10, 12 hours, whatever. And then get home and then all of a sudden be able to just lay down and turn off your brain and go to sleep. Like that's not no, realistic. So we're like setting ourselves up for failure. Totally. And then you want some time to enjoy your life, be with your family, right. watch a show that you want <laughs> right. to. Like, I feel like some people's time is just so limited. They get off work so late and they're like so exhausted that they just, just go, go to, to sleep. sleep. Yeah. And that cycle gets so depressing. Yep. Yeah. Been there. It's not fun. It's mm -mm. just like, yeah. Yeah. It's easy to like slip into that cycle. Mm hmm. Well, I think the good thing is that as a society, since it feels like, you know, with the age of Aquarius, we're going to wake up and I think more people wake up and realize, okay, you know, we don't need these, you know, systems and prescriptions that have been put in place. Obviously there's, there's some that are absolutely necessary, but oh, yeah. I, I think we're all kind of realizing that like, Maybe there, you don't there, need as much, you don't need as much as that of that stuff. And there is tons of natural gotcha. medication that mm -hmm. can really help especially with insomnia and sleep issues and and dreaming i mean if you're somebody who's like i never dream i mean there's there's ways to to help enhance that so oh there oh yeah 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 i thought you meant a prescription pill i was like what oh, there's something like the that dream on the market pill. the dream pill. no I like that's that. coming, you're though. talking like that's what i need jasmine oil mugwort oil right. um i mean what else maybe i should try some of that yeah, dude, mugwort's awesome. I, I always have hella good dreams when I rub mugwort oil. I have it right next to my bed. I put it right on my temples, really massage it in, and my dreams are so much better. They say it's like uh, the astral projection herb. Oh. Like a lot of people yeah. use it to astral project. There's a few other things too. I can't think of them offhand. Yeah. But Well, I mean, this this is literally what the ancients were using. Like uh -huh. the ancients were using essential oils and things like that too. Because I, I, you got to remember, I mean, human civilization has been going on for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And you don't think they experienced some of the same things that we're experiencing. Like the, all these issues that biologically we're having aren't brand new. No, no, no. Th there was obviously it wasn't to the same magnitude back then, but there were people experiencing some of the same biological issues that our bodies have mm -hmm. now and then. So Hormones. what did they do? Did they go and get, you know, go to the local Walgreens in ancient Egypt and say, can I get a, you know, an ambient please? Like, no, do you guys know anything about well, ancestral trauma? Maybe they did. Have you ever heard of that? Oh, yeah. I, that's a whole topic for so another time. So fascinating. Super, super fascinating. Do we carry the traumatic you know, events and stuff that our ancestors have been through? Are we carrying that genetically or yeah. physically in our bodies today? And we have no idea we're doing it because it happened hundreds of years ago. It's really interesting you say that, too, because I've heard that connected to dreaming as well, that sometimes when you dream experiences that you've that like when you do have something that's so out of your reality and so or you feel like a different person that yeah. that is tapping into your ancestral background yeah you know from yeah i, I wouldn't doubt it yeah. i wouldn't no, doubt it either i mean it's very interesting stuff there's clearly something more to dreaming which can we can we talk about dreaming first yeah sec? we're gonna yeah we're gonna go into dreaming for a sec i just want to talk about uh the ancients for a second okay uh sp specifically the ancient egyptians and classical greeks i mean when they they took dreaming very seriously mm -hmm. and oftentimes they were doing they would go into holy places you know either temples or even you know back then people that were known as oracles or 
basically religious fortune tellers. I mean, there was a lot of of people like that back in these different societies, and they They've would actually been go around, and they're They've still always here. Been, these mystics have always been around, and mm-hmm. you know, people like to just dismiss them. But anyways, uh, you know, they would go and sleep in places, you know, that they considered holy or in the presence of 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 mystics and mediums and things like that in order to receive messages through their dreams yeah um and this was something that happened thousands of years ago and even more recently um but also like even medieval christians were worried about their dreams and how that they could tell the future i mean this idea of dream divination is something Mm -hmm. that's been around since like the beginning of time basically Mm -hmm. like you know can can the future be told through dreams can you you know, and can use dreams for interpretation of real life. Is it possible that our dreams are messages from our spirit guides, from our right, ancestors, right. So from maybe aliens? Who knows? Like other dimensions, are these messages to us? Right. You know, versus just something that I think so many people think of dreaming as it's just some weird shit your head cocks, concocts because it's stupid, mm-hmm. you know, during the night. I, I mean, and. You know, some scientists would tell you that it's just like this totally natural and nothing crazy's happening. It's just your know. brain filing right. away things, dealing with that's your thoughts and memories. That's just how your brain deals with your thoughts. Yeah. That's yeah. what you always hear. Your brain's just, you know, making a silly little show for you while you sleep. No, but like, like we don't know so that. much more. There's not that, and there's not enough like research being done. We really don't know. Like, yeah, that's my personal belief too. It's crazy. Yeah. I know. We, we have no idea. So to talk about dreaming for a sec. Yeah. Yeah. We can talk about dreaming. What? are just what's your personal experience with dreaming i love it you enjoy i enjoy it and i specifically take things that will help enhance my dreams explain what that means do you think there's a chance that's a placebo (laughs) no like like, what do you take because i i've tested that i've thought that so many times that so i mean just cannabis use for one is is edibles that's why i mean i'm a i'm a regular edible user i pretty much take edibles every day because i find that especially at night especially at night especially before bed it's like how i get ready for bed because i mean i'm also a caffeine addict so i'm like pumping caffeine into my body all day (laughs) so in order for me to go to bed before like 3 a.m i need i need some you know an edible to help bring me back down you don't need it i wouldn't say no i don't need it i'll just you enjoy it and you have a natural cannabinoid cannabinoid system in your body for a reason so there's but I just I know every time I do I know that night I'm going to dream and I'm probably going to remember most of those dreams. It doesn't happen every time, but yeah. I would say like eight times out of ten, like I'll I'll you know have an edible before sleep. I'll wake up the next morning. I'll be like, wow, that was a really cool, crazy dream. That is so fascinating that you dream because of weed. Because scientifically, like if you look at it, a lot of research has shown that weed actually cuts off Mm -hmm. the thing that makes you not necessarily that you don't dream that you don't recall any of your dreams. And that's really interesting that like yours Mm -hmm. is the opposite, like almost like activates it. And I've heard that like, Mm -hmm. I've heard that's how mine are too. That's crazy to me because I started smoking weed. My dreams were crazy at first. I don't dream. I don't remember my dreams at all. And like I use cannabis and I am pretty Mm -hmm. sure it's because of that. Like if I, you know, go somewhere where I don't, and I, I like happen to not use cannabis for like multiple days at a time, I will start dreaming mm-hmm. like a lot more. Mm. But then if I do, it like completely cuts it out. And but, it's so interesting that you guys have the opposite experience. Well, to explain your experience too, 
you have a lot of dreams that are very anxiety inducing. Yes. You have nightmares. Janelle is like serious. Right. Like most of the dreams There's that she has are dreams. bad. Mm-hmm. So I think your your body naturally protects you from that. That's and the true. marijuana like helps you calm down, relax so that mm-hmm. you don't have. And maybe you just and, you know, like I said in the beginning of this, we only rem- I, le- I know how you like to say. I remember most of my dreams, but you don't. We actually don't remember. It's 5%. Mm-hmm. It feels to us that we're remembering all of it because we saw it all. But mm-hmm. there is so much that we don't know. Like, who knows what the fuck happens in the other, like, 90% of the time that we don't remember. Um, but, yeah, it's it's interesting how everyone's experiences are so different. Like, for me, dreaming is my one of my favorite things about life. Like oh. I love that I get to dream. I feel like I watch this movie every night and I have learned so much from my dreams about my deep, like conscious issues, like things I needed to work through appear in my dreams. I see the same patterns. I have the same situations yeah. happening yeah. over and over again that I get to the point where I'm like, okay, this is clearly something I need to address. I need to figure yeah. out what I'm trying to be told here and I need to that's like, what they're finding. I mean, they're mm-hmm. finding that the themes of dreams can be linked to suppression of unwanted thoughts or just, you know, dealing with, you know, it's the same reason why if you're going to take an exam the next day that you might dream about taking an exam. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you're studying for an exam that night, you might dream about taking an exam because, you know, you were dealing with that right before you went to bed. Mm-hmm. I mean, what you do right before you go to sleep is super important and I think has the most impact on what you actually yeah. dream about. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know for me personally, if I watch a, a horror movie, but right before I go to yeah. bed, chances are something, some element of it may, I may not have a nightmare, but some element of that movie is somehow going to make it into my dreams most yep. often uh, time. So it, yep. it's interesting that how, how big of a piece that is. Did you know that you, each of your dreams are only like five to 20 minutes long? But they feel like hours when you're in them. I heard they were even less than that. But that's I thought they were like seconds long. I thought really? they were like a couple minutes. I thought they were like 30 there's seconds. there's I've different things that, out though. there on that. But I the, but it is mind blowing either way. It's short. It's super short. But in your dream, you're like this you feel feels like, it like goes an eternity. Yeah. yeah. Well, they say they time work. works differently in other dimensions too. Maybe we're getting we're kind of experiencing that. You know. What about are your dreams in color or are they black and white? This mm-hmm. is something uh, my that, dreams are in color. Interesting. Only some Absolutely. people dream in color. A lot of people dream in black and white only. Oh, I had no idea you could dream in black and white. I've never dreamed in black I've and white. I've dreamed in black and white before for sure. What? Yeah. Oh, I dream in color. I remember. Vivid colors. Really? Like, oh no, my gosh. I have, I have so many. vivid dreams, man. I've got like some, I really do have some little cool moon dreams. child over there. Like, no, I really do. Like, and I have dreams about being in like parts of the world that I've never been. Like, beautiful landscapes where I'm, I'm like, I almost feel like I literally went somewhere and I can still recall them and they were so gorgeous and so vivid and. God, Interesting. That's never happened to me. And I have a lot of trips of va- of like, or a lot of dreams of going on trips, like vacations, yeah. like mm-hmm. um, traveling to places I've never been. But in my dream, I'm always running out of time to do things yeah. while I'm there. And I'm yeah. like, I only have a day left and I've done nothing or something like that. And I mean, I your know. dream, if you really think about it, is really like a psychedelic trip. It, I mean, to me, it, that's how it, it feels. basically yeah. is the same thing. I mean, if you've had a psychedelic trip, you would know that oftentimes you don't remember 95% of the shit from your trip, you know, like mm-hmm. it's, well, it's the same kind of, I wouldn't say concept. that. Well, not, but I'm, no, <laughs> I would not say that it just depends, but, I, but I'm but saying you don't like, remember every single second, every thought, right. And everything, right. That's what I'm saying is mm-hmm. that's the same. It's kind of the same kind of experience in a lot of ways. Yeah. That, I see what you're as, saying as a psychedelic trip, but this idea of themes and also like there's been studies done that like external stimuli presented to you during sleep can actually affect the emotional content of your dreams. 
Mm-hmm. Same with smells. Like if you smell roses, uh, it's going to yield you, you know, more positive themes as opposed to while you're sleeping. If somebody were to put some rotten eggs on your <laughs> nose, it might trigger you to have a negative dream. That's interesting. They've studied this. So yeah. the times that like, like one time uh, Sadie like puked in the bed right next to us while we were sleeping. <laughs> Wonder if you're smelling that and having like bad dreams or if the dog like ever shit in our room. Like, would we have nightmares? It's possible if there was if there <laughs> is a nasty smell, yeah, hmm. it could. That's a that's a that's a funny point you brought up. But here's here's a rank of some of the top typical dream themes that people have, and let's see if you guys have experienced some of these themes. So, have you had dreams about school teachers and studying? It's one of my reoccurring. Ones. Yeah, that's a reoccurring too. one for yep. you. Wow, that's, that's a majority of my dreams are about that. A lot of the time. Being chased or pursued. Constant. No, never. That's, That's like another reoccurring one. Me too. That's like a reoccurring theme for me. Like every time mm-hmm. I'm always being chased. I almost never have that. I can't think of a single one. And and I do pursue sometimes too. Oh, Sexual chasing. experiences. Yep. Yeah. I mean, everyone does. I don't have that everyone often. Does. Yeah. I mean, well, I guess every you don't night. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have sometimes. But it feels like for me, it never actually gets to the act the it's like mm-hmm. leading up to so it it's like leading up, yeah <laughs> yeah oh or i have so many dreams that you and i are like trying to get it on and like my family's there <laughs> yeah. or oh, in my house that's and funny. my child or something stopping us from doing it you're like what the fuck <laughs> that, that's just a memory you're playing like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah that, just, that was high school right <laughs> <laughs> that's just a memory replaying of your dream what about falling I haven't had a I have that right when I'm falling asleep. Like you ever feel like mm-hmm. and you like jolt? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially like, when right before you go into deep sleep. Oh, that happens like every night to me. I feel like <laughs> I have that sometimes for sure. Worry that sensation of falling, mm-hmm. and I might be just like slipping off my bed, and I'm like, oh, like I'm falling off. off. Yeah. Um, arriving late somewhere. Yep. Or uh, arriving um, too late for yeah, something. Yes, hours. being. Constantly. I don't really have the. Yeah, I have like I'm on. I'm late to something. I'm trying to get to something, and I'm running late. I have something where I'll be like, oh, I'm late to my big exam or mm-hmm. it'll be finals week. And I was too late to drop the class and forgot about the class. And here I am showing up to the final. And I don't know anything yes. like that's I've had so many dreams like that where it's like the end of the semester and I didn't know I was in a class and I have an F and I have like yeah. a month yes. to fix it. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, I thought I dropped I'm, this class. Like, yeah. No, I'm you just so haven't glad. been showing up. I literally don't dream about school. at That all. is so, that's lucky. so nice. That's no. like, well, you no. didn't have a fucking school trauma like me and Janelle did. We had learning disabilities. So. <laughs> Oh but my I, gosh, it wasn't that bad. But yes, it was pretty. It's, it is. It is. Tra- for me, it was really yeah, traumatic. Yeah. With some of the stuff I went through. Yeah. Have you ever had a dream where in the dream you're just like frozen by something that's scary or that frightens you? Like where you just like feel frozen? Nope. No. No. I always am trying to move. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. I've definitely had that a few times, like especially back when I had night terrors. Like. Oh, yeah. You it, did. Like sometimes like in my dreams, I would just be completely frozen in them and I just be and, and it was because I was scared, though. Mm-hmm. It was because it was just fear. It wasn't because I was like restrained or something was holding mm-hmm. me down. It was just like I was so petrified stricken with fear that like I couldn't move. So sometimes I'll dream where I'm being like chased or something and I'm like trying to go fast. But yeah, then I look back sl- and I'm like. <laughs> Oh my oh, god! Shit. I like, can't keep up. Like my legs are sucking, and then I'll like, like okay, do my a big sprint, do a big sprint, and then I go like five feet or something. Like, oh yeah. yeah, I think that's a pretty common dream. I've heard so many people have that. Yes. Have you ever been physically attacked in your dream? Not that no. I remember. Have you ever? No, been... I always break up before I'm actually attacked. Yeah, me too. What about being nude, naked? Have you? Ever oh been, like, my naked? god! Yes, mm-hmm. that is the most reoccurring dream to me. Is you I show up in my middle school butt ass naked. 
Wow. It's literally so terrible. I don't, and then I'm that. like trying to walk around and like have people not notice me. I'm like, I got to get clothes quick. Like, how did I go to school and forget to get dressed? You idiot. And I'm like walking <laughs> around, quick. walking around the seventh grade hall. Like it's literally in my middle school. It's fucking weird. Wow. So you, that's you interesting. clearly have dreams about being a child again. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, some of them, but then some of, some of them are current, but I, it's not that often when I say like, yes, this happens all the time. It's in it's like when I mm-hmm. do dream, it's typically one of these five weird things that happen to me. Most of mine are most of mine are based in middle school, high school. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't often dream about right. But now. are you Almost your never. high school self? Or are you your current self? Oh, I'm reliving myself on. reliving high school. Interesting. Yes. Hmm. Like I'm a full blown adult. So you're not like so it's not really like a memory. It is really. But I'm like low key still a high schooler. I don't know. It's, it's very weird. But I'm like myself. There's yeah. not that clarity mm-hmm. there to, to no. know for sure what you are. What exactly. about losing control of a vehicle? Have you been like driving something in your dream? No, and, that's like, my nightmare. I no. think you get God, in a car accident. That. I've had one where oh. I got into like a gnarly accident. I think I rolled like 130 times or something. Oh and, my God. What yeah. the, oh, is that what you? That's 130 I was like, when is this going to end? Oh my God. That's fucking scary. That is. I did have one, a really bad car accident uh, dream where have you ever, sorry, I didn't mean I've never friend. been in a car you accident. I've oh, never okay. been in a car accident, wow. you know, knock on wood right. uh, wow. in all my years of driving, but I've had a really gnarly, uh, I think it was literally after I watched that movie crash. Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah, crash? I think it's it's probably, it's but. a really sad movie, but I think it was, Shortly after I watched a movie like that, where there was a horrific car accident, somebody dies, and mm. and I had that same experience. Ugh. It's weird. Like I don't know. Sometimes it's like things that I watch or I see end up replaying, mm-hmm. and I'm in it later on. And it's specifically like movies and media for me that really seems to stick. I don't know why. Mm. What about like wild animals or like some type of monster or beast or no. something that's no, never. It's never fictional. For really. Me. No, it's pretty much real life. Like sometimes I'll be being chased by like an evil person, but Mm -hmm. like it's never like a monster necessarily. So your guys' dreams are much more realistic in the sense of like they're very realistic. You're you're experiencing reality as it as it actually Mm -hmm. exists, just in the dream world, Mm -hmm. right? Versus for me, I feel like I enter like fantasy land, and I'm in like imagination Mm -hmm. world where all things that I have ever thought about or or liked become real and. I've had some fucking crazy dreams where I'm chased by some crazy ass, like <laughs> demonic dogs oh slash like, men. Like no weird demonic dogs creatures. isn't that like Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> Three well, headed dog, right? Yeah, yeah. It could be. It could be from that. I don't know. But what about magical powers, like being able to see through things? Nope. Or, nope no, nothing fictional. See, nothing I have. What the. That's, cool. <laughs> that's so weird like like you have so you have like superpowers in your, like because mm-hmm. you're like oh, i had a dream i was flying i'm like that's cool i had a dream where i fucking failed my exam <laughs> i had a dream that i was a i bought jetpack shoes for my feet and that it was but it wasn't like a power I surprise just, it you're just cool. the guy trolling like lax yeah <laughs> I, just, I was just ahead of my time that shit won't be that'll be around here soon <laughs> oh yeah i don't know that's weird they there some of them are like make but like yours are very imaginative yeah Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. mine are very rarely like really based in actual reality where Mm -hmm. like and that's why that's why i love dreaming so much is because i'm like god what what fucking movie am i gonna play tonight that's how i feel too and that's sometimes (laughs) why i don't want to get up because i'm having a really interesting dream it's not even that i'm like still tired i just want to stay asleep to in yeah. my dream like what sometimes about, sometimes your dreams can be better than your reality you know mm-hmm. yeah. especially if you're like going through a bad time in your life like i've had 
you know, several bouts of depression in my life. And when I've been more depressed, I like to sleep more often. I like to dream more often because it's an escape it for is. me. You know? It absolutely is. I mean, I think that's pretty much how everybody feels mm-hmm. about sleep as it is an escape yeah. from, you know, your everyday life. Well, I and, wouldn't say everybody. Some people have night terrors. Sometimes. Well, yeah, I mean, people, there's some, pe- some people sleeping that, is traumatic for some people. Like, definitely. What about Paris Hilton was talking all about that. It was so interesting. Like she has the worst nightmares, like absolute terrors. Can't sleep without having those scared to sleep, barely sleeps. God, that's so, I would be, I would suck being scared to go to sleep. Right. Sometimes that happens to me if like I have a bad dream and then I wake up and I go back to sleep and then the, like it continues on. Yeah. And then I'll wake up a second time or a third time and then I get like kind of scared. I'm like, I don't want to like go back to sleep and have this continue. I keep being like, I have to tell myself like, no, Janelle, you're not going to dream about that. When you go back to sleep, you're going to dream about your dogs. Yeah. Or something like, <laughs> yep. Yeah. We're going to do this. Yep. Okay. Brain. Yep. Yeah. That's what I used to do when I was a kid. Have you guys ever had a dream where a natural disaster is happening? Say, you know, tornado, floods, tidal I've waves. I've had t- lots of tornado dreams. Really? Lots of tornado dreams. I've never had one. Have you ever actually been in a tornado before? I, I have this weird dream where I'll be like in a house or in a building or something and I'll look far out into the distance and there's like a fucking tornado and I'm like, oh my God, a tornado's coming. And then I've had the dreams where they like get so close to where they like we need to go in the basement i'll hide or like the tornado will be there i never like remember the aftermath of it but i've like had a few where like i'm hiding and it's really loud in my dream and yeah. you can tell the tornadoes yeah. but it's always a tornado interesting. but that's interesting because you've never experienced a tornado no and you know what's weird is a childhood that was one of my biggest fears in life was tornadoes like Probably i don't know the why tornado so drill f- would go on the tv and it was scary i hated <laughs> tornado i was so they're afraid scary of as fuck though yeah like anybody that's ever been in a tornado or yeah, lives never, in tornado oh, I feel alley like absolutely terrible it's terrifying yeah. it, it is i mean i've never experienced have you either. been in a tornado josh oh yeah you've I've, been in a tornado i've been less than a mile away from a tornado Ugh, before yeah, that's, that's really scary yeah. and as a kid Hiding and that's bathtub. traumatic and my mo- my mother's literally saying like the craziest things like hysterical like uh-huh. seeing your parent so scared <laughs> yeah because yeah. they're were they're literally think that we're about to die yeah. and you're a child watching oh, your mom yeah. And you're looking at your dad like, Dad, why aren't you saving us from this danger? Well, that's why I, I, sorry, I like laughed for a second there. I just wanted to explain that's because your dad is just such a funny dude. He like would, he was like kind of a a storm chaser. chaser. He was like into the tornadoes and he was scared the shit out of Josh's mom. He's an amateur storm chaser, yeah. Yeah, so he'd always like be still outside when they were like trying to, We'd like drive towards it and then we'd park <laughs> oh and my God, get out with and look you guys, at it. Yeah. I would be so scared. And his mom would like freak out. <laughs> and I'll never forget that. And now I routinely have dreams where wow. I'm dealing with tornadoes or the the newest one in the past year was tidal waves. And I and I'm like, is this because I went to Hawaii that now I'm I am thinking about like tidal waves hitting me? Like it's mm. or like running from them? Like mm. Oh, that's happened to me. Will you like be Sometimes I'll be like in the ocean or on the beach or something. And then all of a sudden you like look around, like you turn around and then there's like a 50 foot wave and it's like in slow motion in your dream. And you're like, no, you're trying to get away from it. And it's like coming down on you. Yeah. (laughs) I haven't had many like that, honestly. I don't have a lot of like ocean ones or natural disasters now. What about death? What about killing someone or or being killed? Have you ever had a dream? I have had a dream where I've killed someone. Really? Yeah, I don't want to open up about exactly what, but it was like a pretty, I think it was some deep-rooted subconscious shit Yeah, where, yeah, yeah I killed Some someone feelings. that I love. Yeah. Interesting. And it was very traumatic waking I up from that being like, this. holy yeah. fuck, what the hell was that? But then I did some dream research and it, it all made sense. Like, Interesting. my method of killing, it all connected to like my issues. Interesting. Yeah. I've never had dreams of 
myself dying or killing someone, but I've had dreams of people in my dream dying, like my loved ones dying. Mm, that's sad. And it's like fucking wild. Like I've had a dream. This is a little personal. I had a dream where my mom died and became a ghost. And oh like my in God. my dream, not like a, not something to scare me, but like she was still like yeah. living in my home, but as like a Whoa. ghost. And I remember waking up as a kid, like tripped the fuck. I was so freaked out That was out as by a that. kid. It was as like a young oh, teen, wow. probably. Damn, it was dude. That's scary. interesting. Wow. Yeah. Any alien dreams? UFO no. Dreams? Nope. That'd be Nothing, cool. I wish. I so wish. I have a lot of apocalypse dreams when I do have <laughs> yeah, stuff like that, but I never get alien ones. Yeah, get zombie I know. For ones. as much as we freaking talk about UFOs and I know, aliens, I, I, I literally don't have any about Me either. It either I so want one. It'd be exciting. <laughs> yeah, I just want to come on board the craft for a night and <laughs> Me too. party it up with the aliens and then Careful get dropped what you off. wish for, though. You're going to get abducted and get like a hey, microchip in your brain. Hey, that's good with me. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, Josh would love that. Let's do it. <laughs> Shut up. You do. Don't even say that. <laughs> I also want to talk about some theories about dreaming about okay. why we dream. And then also I've got some really interesting, very bizarre sleep disorders that we'll talk about. But before okay. we get into that, I want to thank our last sponsors for today. The holidays are yours to win when you shop with Rakuten. Rakuten is the smartest way to shop and save this holiday season. Stack the savings with cash back on top of the season's best deals. Cha-ching! Yep, you heard it and you know it well. But cha-ching is more than dollars in your wallet. It's feeling like you're winning the holiday, whatever you call it. Rakuten gives you cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category. Fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. You get your cash back in the form of a check or pay directly to your PayPal account. Membership is free, and it's so easy to sign up. Start all your shopping trips at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app and start saving today. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Because helping shoppers win the holidays is what Rakuten's here for. As we know, one of the biggest mysteries out there is the fact of why do we dream? Why, you know, we do not know why researchers have studied this for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And there's tons of theories out there, but we we still, and we may never know why we dream. Because again, how do you study that? How do you actually get to the truth on that subject like it's just really kind of impossible Mm -hmm. but over the years there's been a lot of different theories put forth here's some of the scientific ones uh basically dreams represent unconscious desires and wishes and this was from sigmund freud actually and i do think that there is some truth to this one i think that i've had many dreams that probably do represent unconscious desires and wishes like things that i will never have or never experience just because of the way my life has played out, you know, I that's why I dream about those things. Have you guys experienced that at all? With yes, I I agree with that theory as part of it. I think it's definitely part of it. But I think there's a more of a spiritual aspect sure. to it, you know. But I do I do think that that is exactly it is for me personally. It's me working through a lot of things and subconscious my subconscious thoughts playing totally. out. Yeah. Totally. Another theory is that dreams are just interpreting random signals from the brain and body during sleep. Like it's just this totally random process. There's no rhyme or reason behind it. It's just the way your brain works and it's the way, you know, it's receiving the actual signals uh, or it's consolidating and processing information gathered during the day, which I do think I do think there is an element of this as well. I, I think there is a reason why, you know, you do something right before you go to sleep that sometimes that makes it into your dreams or, you know, 
a, a, a memory from a few days ago ends up, you know, end up having a dream about a situation you were in. So I do think that I, I think dreaming is just such a complex process that there's not just one thing that you can stick your thumb on and be like, that's that's why we dream. It's such a multi-layered complex thing and function that we do every you know single day that we can't possibly understand all the theories. But here's some alternate theories that I think are, are very interesting. And Kendall's been been you know saying this the entire time. But could dreaming be a bridge between the physical realm and the spiritual realm? Like, is there mm-hmm. you know because people dream about loved ones that have passed all the time? Yeah, or they say that it really it's not just maybe a dream, but they a lot of people claim their loved ones visit them. Yeah. And talk to them and say, I'm on the other side and give them messages. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people report that. Is it possible that those are just subconscious things? Like, is it possible? Like your way of working, like how you were saying you're dreaming to work through things. Like, are we working through grief or whatnot? Maybe. It's possible, but it's also possible that it is a connection deeper and more powerful than we understand. Well, I think it clearly is because Mm -hmm. you can go back to ancient Egypt, you can go back to some of the earliest peoples on the planet, and that's what they were doing. I mean, they were dreaming to receive messages from a higher power, uh, you know, or they or there was people that just had inherently a, a better connection to the spiritual realm. I mean, one particular individual, Edgar Casey, uh, very interesting guy. We should do an episode very, on him sometime. Yes, uh, but he he was known as the sleeping prophet. Because every time he closed his eyes, he would enter this altered state of consciousness where he would actually get readings from, uh, you know, kind of this other side. So, and I mean, the things, the profound things that actually came out of these readings that he gave over, over the years was truly astounding. I mean, and being able to heal people. I mean, there's so many things that happened during this, this state of consciousness he, he was in when, mm-hmm. you know, essentially sleeping is very interesting to me it is that maybe there is really a spiritual significance to dreaming and maybe that 95 percent of dreams we don't remember is just our experience in the other realm like maybe we are going to another realm while we sleep and we're just mm-hmm. not able to remember it because we our brain knows we want to comprehend it. it we'd be like what yeah the? we couldn't even put words to describe it it would be so profound and it's just so complex that we wouldn't even know how to interpret it as our normal selves you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i think that would make a lot of sense i mean it's just a thought i that's what i personally believe but here's another theory okay this one i this one i found very in- interesting this is called the threat simulation theory so one of the areas of the brain that's actually most active during dreaming is the amygdala um, and the amygdala is part of the brain that's associated with the survival instinct and the fight or flight response. The anxiety part. <laughs> mm, yeah, exactly. So according to this theory, it basically states that dream consciousness is essentially an ancient biological defense mechanism that's evolutionarily selected for its capacity to repeatedly simulate threatening events. Oh, interesting. An ancient biological defense mechanism. Hmm. So dreaming could be. So one hypothesis that's been drawn from this threat simulation theory is that real threatening events encountered by the individual during wakefulness should lead to an increased activation of the system, a threat simulation response, therefore increasing the frequency and severity of threatening events in dreams. And for me, I feel like this theory really applies a lot to my dreams because so many of them Mm. 
I feel like are a you know fight or flight response that I'm having, yeah, and you are. and there's some type of event that's happening that I am that's triggering that fight or flight, and that's why that's always me running or or chasing or you know trying to avoid being captured or or destroyed by a natural disaster. I mean, it's crazy. Interesting. So through they actually studied this significantly, and they found that. Um, consequently, children who live in an environment in which their physical and psychological well-being is constantly threatened should have a highly activated dream production and a threat simulation system, whereas children living in a safe environment that is relatively free of such threat cues should have a weakly activated system. And when they tested this, they analyzed the content of dream reports from severely traumatized and less traumatized children and the results that they found was that the severely traumatized children reported a significantly greater number of dreams and their dreams included a higher number of threatening dream events. Hmm. That's very interesting. And I'm like, oh. so if you grew up in a chaotic household, you dream more essentially. Yes. Wow. Well, that could explain why you don't dream, Janelle. Huh. I feel like your life was pretty like chill as a kid. So was, maybe that's getting divorced at age nine. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it was, yeah, but you didn't have chaos. No. Like I had a somewhat, yeah. I had a pretty chaotic, loud household. No, mine was very quiet. Yeah. I very mm, That's quiet. very interesting to think about. Mm-hmm. And they showed that the dream uh, threats of the traumatized children were also more severe in nature than the threats of less traumatized or non-traumatized children. Interesting. So huh. they're, there seemed to be a direct correlation to your, you know, trauma you experience in your life to the not only the amount of dreams, but the severity of the actual uh, threats within your dreams, mm-hmm. which would make a lot of sense. That would make a lot I of mean, sense to me that that explains a lot. I'm sure so many of you out there are like, oh, yeah, that that definitely makes sense for me. I, mean, yeah, I have crazy thanks. dreams or people that have, you know, PTSD from yeah. traumatic events, veterans I mean, people who who experience some of the most traumatic situations you possibly can. I mean, sleep is a a difficult place to be because your your brain's essentially simulating all of these traumatic events, maybe just in different ways. It's interpreting it different or it's it's using these common themes we all share, it seems, and using them to trigger that response. You know, what's really interesting, too, is like sometimes dreams seem like they are here to protect you in a way. Like we just, I just covered Elizabeth Smart and she said that she would sleep while she was in captivity. She was abducted and held in captivity for like nine months. Yeah. And she said sleeping and dreaming was like her best friend during that time because she would go to sleep and have good dreams of her past. But you'd think like if that whole theory is true, wouldn't she be having like all these traumatic, horrible dreams and dream with, but like maybe it's, her body's way of protecting her because it's like so traumatic to be awake that while she was sleeping, she was able to have good dreams. I don't, it seems like so different for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so hard to yeah. really put a study to this. Well, you yeah, know? well that's why they, I mean, you can't possibly study enough people to really get, you know, an actual consensus of, of what the majority of the population really experiences. I mean, that'd be really hard to do. These are small groups of individuals are studying, but right. And are we even meant to understand this fully? You know, is it part of the human experience to just not get some of this stuff? That's what I, yeah. Well, I mean, it it falls into the whole unknown of what is consciousness and, Mm -hmm. you know, the soul. And if you believe in a soul, like it all comes back to that because ultimately the dream state is just an altered 
form of consciousness, right? So right. until we understand what consciousness is and where consciousness actually lies, or if, you know, a lot of people are believe that consciousness doesn't even lie in any sort of body part at all. I mean, it's, it's not tied to any biological mm. uh, piece of your body, but in fact, it's, it's something completely external altogether. Mm. Um, you know, and that when you pass that, you know, that's, you know, out of body experiences, near death experiences. That's why people oftentimes see their, you know, body from an external view. But anyway, that's, a, that's a whole nother, another subject. But to kind of wrap this episode up, I wanted to just kind of talk about a few uh, interesting and some of them very bizarre sleep disorders that, that people actually deal with. And a lot of these I wasn't even aware of until now. Um, have you ever heard of Klein-Levin syndrome? Nope. I have seen a like documentary clip on this. It's wild. So really? imagine in order to function every day, you needed to sleep 20 hours a day. Holy shit. That's this, so sad. This is also called the sleeping beauty syndrome. Mm-hmm. It's a wow. rare disorder um, that happens to... Uh, typically adolescent males where you need to sleep 20 hours a day in order to function. That's so inconvenient and difficult to deal with. Wow. But I mean, it's, it's not like something that's necessarily permanent. It kind of strikes in episodes where you'll have it for a couple days or even a couple weeks and then it'll return to normal. Mm -hmm. But just to have that happen to you randomly, like, I'm Anytime pretty sure you can be... sleep even more than 20 hours. Yeah, you like, can. Like I watched yeah. this where this one girl had it and she would like get up to eat or something and then would be like, okay, well, I have to go to sleep like right now and then would sleep for like two days at one point she was asleep. Oh my gosh. It was so wild. sad. And they like couldn't wake her up, but they like, they knew she wasn't dead or anything and she was literally just sleeping. It was wild. Yeah. Wow. That's intense. Yeah. I mean, talk about ruining your quality of life. Like that's really I rough. know. That's insane. I can't even... Yeah, that's really hard. How about sudden arrhythmic death syndrome? You've probably heard of SIDS before. Yeah, I was going to say, is that sudden infant death syndrome? That's when a baby dies sad. unexpectedly mm-hmm. in their sleep. Oh my god, like that's. And this can happen in adults too. There's SADS or SUDS as well. Mm-hmm. SIDS, you mean? Do you say SADS? No, SIDS is uh, oh, infant SUDS? death, but there's adult death syndrome too. Sudden adult death syndrome. Oh, so yeah. SADS. It can happen to adults as well. Whoa. Where you just randomly pass in your sleep oh that's great i can add that to my list of fears some people suffer from this uh may scream moan or froth at the mouth just before death occurs and it's impossible oh to God. wake them up and that's the actual so scary cause of death is heart failure but they don't wow. know why it occurs while you're sleeping that's the mystery oh and they think it's some type of genetic thing where this you know for whatever reason this happens to some people weird Obviously, there's, you know, probably the most well-known one, sleep paralysis, probably one of the most terrifying ones as well. Yeah, I know. We could definitely do an We've episode talked about this. We have. Oh, some, we did an episode on sleep paralysis. We talked about this pretty extensively when we had uh, Kathleen on mm-hmm. our show. Because she experienced she, sleep she on the astrology episode. Yeah, we, we talked her. about it too. Yeah. But we need to do like a sleep paralysis well, Yeah, episode. I mean, we could cover you know, I want to like tell some stories yeah. or maybe some of you have stories. Of maybe they could paralysis. submit stories. Seriously. Yeah, that'd be Cause cool. it's some wild shit and none of us have experienced, I've experienced it. it. Oh wait, you have yeah, I've told you about it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Absolutely. Right. And you're, but you haven't like seen like hallucinations. The dark I have demon not that seen the dark, see. but like the whole idea of I'm awake, but I literally cannot move happens oh. to me probably once or twice a month of like the, my, yeah. I feel like I like need to, I'm like telling myself, Janelle open, like I'm, so awake in my brain like Whoa. get up like you need to open your and it happens during naps a lot for me which i heard is more, more common, common. For, but yeah it's it's the 
worst feeling like i feel like my body's like a million pounds and i like cannot move like someone's like threw oh sand God. on top of me and in my my brain's like wake up and i know that in my mind i'm like having an episode i'm like oh here we go like i'm not gonna wake up for it's like so hard to describe it's the weirdest thing whoa but no i've never wild. seen like the dark figure uh, yeah i've never seen that a lot yeah. of people talk about seeing yes. a dark figure when they have sleep paralysis. Yeah, it's really creepy. <sighs> that creeps me out. And how they'll like get on top of your chest and make your chest feel all But that's heavy. what it feels. It feels yeah. so Like you're heavy. being pushed yeah, down. Yeah, so like you're like someone has literally gone up to and just pushing you down into your bed as hard as you can and your eye and your eyelids are like a thousand pounds. God, that's so interesting. What the fuck is that? I don't know. It's really weird. Yeah, I mean, they don't really they don't really know why it happens. I, I think know. probably there's some stress factors in there, but mm. They don't really know. I mean, some people even have intruders come into the bedroom. They have people, people report having sleep paralysis where they're physically and sexually attacked. Oh uh, my God. Yeah. It's almost like, to me, it almost feels like demonic possession in a way. It's you know very similar to oh people who have gosh. reported demonic possession. And well, don't say that. Like, now people are going to think they're demonically possessed. <laughs> possessed. Well, I was just going to say the opposite. Uh, I think a lot of people <laughs> who thought they were deme uh, demonically possessed were in fact having sleep paralysis. Oh. And having hallucinations as a result of it that they thought was demonic. Mm -hmm. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Cause sure. I mean, it feels so, it's like the weirdest feeling because it's like you have no control over your body, but your brain's like, hi. At least for mm. me, it's like, excuse me. Yeah. Like, come on, dude, get up. Come on. Wow. Like, get up. And you're like, you can't for, I and I actually don't know how long it really lasts for me. It seems like it lasts like hours, but then I'm convinced it probably doesn't probably last a few minutes or so. Mm. But yeah. That is so interesting. Yeah, it, it can last a few seconds or wow. a few minutes, depending on. That's scary. I've never, I've never felt anything I've never even either. close to that. Like, I just can't even wrap my head around what that'd be like. And some people have it like all the time too. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like that's scary. Like every time yeah. they take a nap, they're like. Kathleen really does have it all the time. Yeah. I mean, the, I had some of her stories. the the whole The whole idea of being physically like frozen and unable to move when something. <laughs> you're hallucinating something scary right in mm -hmm. front of you or on top of you is is truly yeah. frightening i mean yeah her husband danny has it too mm. the sleep and he gets the the demon shit yeah. and it, uh. his stories are fucking wild yeah maybe we can get him on the show one day yeah there's some crazy there, i know there's some crazy sleep paralysis stories out there so maybe we'll have to you know cover some of your guys out there and some of the yeah that'd be scary fun. ones out there. that'd be fun That'd be fun That'd to be talk so fun. about people's <laughs> sleep paralysis. No, but it's really stories. interesting. <laughs> if you have like never experienced this, it's like fascinating to hear about what that could be like. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe we can even get some guests on in the future once maybe, you know, the one pandemic. Day. One day. Uh, what it, <laughs> is it? Should I start saying post-pandemic? <laughs> post-pandemic. I know. Is there like God. a phrase we it's should like have? Post-war. <laughs> oh like we're like living when in this all ends uh i want people on the show so bad there's so many great voices and interesting people that we wanted to bring on the show we want to have on the show to we just, will you know, have on the yeah show. we will i we know i know i just will. it's frustrating because we built this whole studio and then of course right when it's finished the pandemic hits but yeah, well, yeah. we can have all of our dogs in here and have a good time <laughs> yeah. yeah true that have you heard of sexomnia Oh, we're still going. I thought we were wrapping Oh, up. we're still going. I got two oh, more. Sorry. I'm I'm like over here wrapping. <laughs> uh, sexomnia. Guessing it has something to do with sex. Acting out sexual behavior during sleep. It can be as minimal mm. as making sexual noises or as serious as sexual assault. Mm. I'm sure the sexual noises your... is pretty compl like 
common, common yeah, but yeah. sexual assault. But there's actually been some legal cases where oh, accusations of assault and rape wow. and defendants have actually been acquitted wow. because they were oh. technically sleeping at the time. Wow. Maybe we can find a case that's on that. What if you really were? What it, yeah. Maybe we should right. find a case like that. Because if you really were, then what the fuck? That's like you can't. You're going to go to prison. But you still for, did it. Someone's got to ha- be wow, held accountable. That's wow, trippy. that's But what shit. if they can prove... But what if they can prove that you were asleep? And you had like, no idea where you It's like sleepwalking, right. essentially. But would you right? get like, like manslaughter or something? No, like acquitted. Accident. acquitted. Wow, that's, I don't know. They proved, they somehow proved that this person Maybe, was yeah. sound asleep. Wow. I don't know enough about it. That during the time of the sexual assault. Wow. Oh my God. That's wow. so like, wow. But how do you prove that for real? Like, I don't know. I don't know. That's a whole nother can of worms. But the last uh, and probably the most terrifying and most rare sleep disorder is called fatal familial insomnia. Have you ever heard of this before? No. This is very wild. So to try to even give, put this into perspective, I found uh, one individual's personal story that I found just really crazy. It's, it's uh, about a guy named Silvano. And Silvano was on a cruise ship when this family cursed, because this is a genetic disorder, struck. He's 53 years old with striking red hair who enjoyed wearing a tuxedo at every possible occasion. And he tried to present himself with the pose of film stars he admired. But while on the ship's dance floor, the one poise, evening, you mean the point. Yeah. What did I say? <laughs> the pose, <laughs> the pose. <laughs> but while Silvana was on the ship's dance floor one evening, he was embarrassed to find that his shirt had become drenched in sweat. Concerned, he examined himself in a mirror only to find that his pupils had shrunk to two tiny black pinpricks. Mm. It was oh, the same geez. glassy-eyed stare that had afflicted his father and two sisters at the beginning of their mysterious illnesses. And he knew that this was just the beginning. Uh-huh. Tremors, constipation would follow, but the most terrifying symptom would be the disappearance of sleep. Almost total insomnia for months. Oh my god! kind gosh. of waking coma that ultimately would end, end in death. Oh my God. For months you didn't sleep? Months. How? Okay. So, but we were just talking about how you can't go more than however many days without sleeping before you die. How could this be? He died. But this was months after. I thought you could only go go so long. No, he would, he almost total insomnia. Okay. So he would sleep for very short periods of time, just barely enough to keep yourself alive. Jesus, that's crazy. Yeah. You're still able to sleep, but for very, very short amounts of time. And I mean, you're, you're basically walking dead at that that's point. Torture. That is that's torture on really earth. Terrible. That's I feel so sorry for people who deal with shit like that. Wow. But he already knew that like his whole family died as a result of this. All oh just dropped dead. God. Wow. He said he went to, you know, the doctor and the special sleep unit and he told him he's like, I'll stop sleeping and within eight or nine months I'll be dead. And literally he predicted it and less than a couple years later he died wow. from fatal familial insomnia. It's super, super rare. Wow. There's um, no treatments or anything. Like, no. There's no like, oh, it's hereditary. Make sure you do this. It's a mutation of the PRNP gene. And this mutation causes an attack oh on the thalamus uh, in your brain, which controls your sleep cycles and allows different parts of your brain to communicate with each other. It's considered a very progressive neurodegenerative disease. Wow. But That's it knocks wild. out entire families because it's it's all genetic. That's I think really it's a 50% sad. chance of passing it to your offspring. Oh my God, how scary. So like half of your family could all die from this. That is so terrible. Oh my God. But luckily it's super rare. I think it's like 3% of the pot, like one to 3% of the population experience this. 
uh, mutation of this gene, but that's terrifying. Yeah, that is. I mean, to, to, you know, like you see the signs, you're like, all right, I'm going to be literally miserable for the next, you know, year until I just die in my sleep. Oh my God. What a depressing thought. Wow. So (laughs) very depressing way to end end this episode, (laughs) but I I guess that we can all be thankful that we do not suffer from this. Hopefully no one in our audience has anything like that, but I'm sure so many of you have sleep issues. Insomnia. Everyone's got either you got like night terrors, you got sleep paralysis issues, got insomnia. Like I feel like it's very rare for people like, oh no, I just sleep. Well, I guess, yeah, some, some of the lucky ones. A lot I of people like, like don't have problems falling asleep, but then have really pro- yeah. bad problems staying asleep. Like they mm-hmm. wake up at three a.m. and then that's it. They're yeah, just like that's awake. horrible. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you wake up a lot during the night. Yeah. Well, I have chronic pain. Yeah. That's I'm like, true. I have to readjust every like hour to. Th- yeah. And I have the the world's smallest fucking bladder. I swear, guys, I'm up <laughs> like eight times a night to pee. That's crazy. I never it's wake up. So to pee. Cra- really? No. Oh my god. Like, it happened to me in the last five years. Sometimes I'm like, is something wrong? Cause like, and then I'll pee and it's not that much. Wow. This, oh, this podcast is wow. really going, going to the left field here. Yeah. Before we, we spiral out of control here, we'll go ahead and end today's episode there. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode of Malhar podcast about dreaming and sleeping and some of the bizarre sleep disorders. I thought it was super interesting. I'm, I did too. I'm happy we talked fun. about this. Mm-hmm. Me too. I know so many of you just always ask about, you know, dreaming and you know, Oh, we, we didn't even talk about lucid dreaming. I, I totally forgot about that. Oh no. Okay. Well, we'll have to do a whole episode. We, we can on do a whole lucid. episode yeah. on lucid dreaming because it's a whole nother ball game. And you know, obviously people we should just look more into the spiritual side of dreaming and yeah, I we think there's do, yeah. more to, to discuss astral yeah, projecting and yeah. 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 Lots definitely. of other altered states of consciousness. Part one. <laughs> part one. Yeah, I know part one, <laughs> but that is it for us. If you enjoyed it, give us a thumbs up. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. Make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts as well. That does really help us out. Yes, please. Um, also, follow us on social media if you're not already. Uh, we are at Mile Higher Pod. But we'll be back next week. I know we've been kind of off the true crime for a bit, but we've got a really interesting case uh, coming to you next week mm-hmm. uh, that we'll, we are uh, excited to dive into. Yes. But until next time, stay safe, everyone. And stay well.